0: Good morning everyone and thank you for tuning in today if you're just tuning in needing an update on what day of the week it is it is Monday July 20th we are 20 days into the month that means we have less days left in the year than we started with so today we have with us Paul Ketchum the superintendent of the Batesville Community School Corporation how are you today sir?
1: Jody, I'm doing well, and I know there's probably somebody, some kid out there who's going to circle their calendar on July 25th and say Christmas is only six months away.
0: Whew, that is crazy to think about.
1: That is crazy to think about, but we're going to think about one day at a time and one week at a time here at Batesville Schools today.
0: Absolutely. That's all we can do, and and doing all that safely as well, correct?
1: Absolutely. You know, safety is... Uh, a word that seems sometimes overused, but it's such an important word to to make sure that our, our school families and our staff and our students feel safe as we deliver the education that that they that our communities come to expect and deserve.
0: Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Well, I will say your school corporation has been a hot topic uh, I've seen through social media and otherwise for the last week or so. And with that, I think it's come down to the mask mandates. So let's talk about um the face covering requirements for the school year this next year.
1: Yeah, so that is that was a that is a change uh in our Batesville Bulldog blueprint. Uh we are mandating masks for staff and students. And I, and I think it's important for our listeners to kind of hear the why. Hmm. Unfortunately, the, the, our Batesville blueprint is a 16-page document with a lot of information about safely bringing students back to school with staff members. But the mask topic is, is almost becoming a R versus a D topic, a political topic, and I have to approach it as, as an S. And, and when I say as an S, I have to worry about staff and student safety. Now, probably the, the biggest trigger uh, besides the layer additional layer of safety, along with staying home if you're sick and washing your hands, is what a mask does. It protects kids and staff, but it also protects 180 days of instruction for our, our kids. And I say that because as we work through COVID-19, which it's, it's in our community, our schools, are microcosms, of our community, there will be cases in our schools. We have to reduce the number of students who are exposed as well as quarantined or staff members who are exposed or quarantined because that could be a very vicious cycle of 14-day quarantines from exposure, which would really, really, really disrupt the educational process but more importantly, expose people to to this virus. Mm. So the mask mandate from the school's perspective should not be a divisive topic. And I know it's become a divisive topic in our community, whether it's a petition or a Facebook post, uh, it it just can't. Because I know this, the last four months, that together we've overcome so many challenges as school families and as a school corporation. So I'm asking that we continue to work together and get through this pandemic we the, the data from our e-learning survey and our re-entry plan is that over 87 percent of parents want their kids back in school and we want them back in school with our teachers so we're just going to have to have some measures in place to protect our staff students and those instructional days and, and that's what the mass mandate is there's no underlying agenda and full disclosure i can't wait until we can repeal or get rid of the mass mandate uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. one more thing on our plates, but that when we're able to repeal or get rid of the mask mandate, that means our community's safer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there are some exceptions of when the mandate will be allowed so the students can take their masks off, correct?
1: Yeah, I think that's been the biggest issue for mostly our elementary parents. And, and, and I get it. Those are, those are their babies. Those yes. are six and seven and eight year old children. And the thought of them wearing a mask through recess and seven hours a day, it can be overwhelming. And what we have, uh, Jody, is we have 14 days to work with medical officials to find out exactly what that's going to look like. Cause it looks much different in kindergarten. Than it does for a senior. Sure. So a mask, again, that's sometimes the issue with blanket policies and blanket statements, but we have to have a mask mandate and then we can work together to find a balance to see what's going to work best and be most uh, impactful for students.
0: Will face shields be allowed and if um, or only masks?
1: No, I'm glad you brought that up. Face shields, Dr. Welsh and most medical professionals have uh, stated that mask and or face shields are appropriate to protect students and staff from the spread and protect themselves. Again, along with good hand washing. So, you know, again, we've had some conversations, individual parents, face shields are acceptable and they may be more appropriate for some of our students.
0: And since we talked last, I've thought this through, and, and I would say, you know, you, you made a good point that masks are different for older students compared to the younger students. And for older students, my thought would be with them exchanging into different classrooms for each, for each subject, each, each class period, I assume masks would help with keeping the hygiene of spreading germs from multiple people each class hour, correct?
1: Yeah, the, the medical professionals tell us that wearing masks uh, keeps your 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 basically your stuff with you and, and prevents it from spreading, along with good hand washing. So again, it's it's there's a personal responsibility to protect each other. But what it also does, it reduces your the potential that you can can catch the disease because you have the mask on, because you're reminded not to touch your face, because you're washing your hands. Again, it's a layer. There's no foolproof uh, method to say 100% guaranteed but again if we can add layers of safety uh, it's the appropriate thing to do
0: absolutely I guess the way I look at it is it's kind of like you have to wear safety boots in a factory right now we have to wear masks in order to stay safe as well
1: yeah that, that's a good perspective I, I think the the overlying you know where there's just a lot of angst I mean there are nervous parents there are parents who don't want their students to wear masks there are parents who are very they want their students to wear masks and for every 10 emails I receive, it's almost uh, uncanny how five are four masks and five are against mask. And again, I just want to do our best as a school corporation to work with every parent to make sure their student is comfortable and safe and we can deliver instruction for 180 days.
0: Absolutely. And that's the most important part to get students back in the school system. But for those parents who just are absolutely against masks, you still have the option for the online school this year.
1: We do. Again, it's been a very compressed time frame. Governor Holcomb opened the schools back up on July 1st. Today is July 20th. We had to kind of build internally two platforms. We had to build an online platform and an on-site platform. And, and people say, why is it such a heavy lift? Well, we have finite resources. You know, last spring, everybody was online. We could put all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Now that we have a majority of our students coming back, you know, 85 90% of students, we have to provide that quality on-site instruction as well as build a platform for the online learners. So it's, it's been a heavy lift, but again, together, we're going to accomplish what we need to accomplish for students.
0: Absolutely. Have Was your school district affected by last week's exposures in different areas, including graduations and proms and, and so forth?
1: Yeah, as most of our listeners are aware, there was a, a prom at uh, Ron Weber and uh, obviously there was a, a lot of Batesville students at that prom, and again, I don't want that to be a divisive topic. You know, kids have missed out on a lot, and whether that was a good idea, good idea or not is, is, is up to the parents' discretion. But, again, it's, just, it's a snapshot of our community. Is that the virus is in our community. We have to take some additional steps in schools, and masks being one to protect people from being quarantined. I think the Ripley County Health Department asked that anyone who attended that prom be quarantined for 14 days because they didn't have a mask on and weren't able to socially distance for us as a school corporation, it was a safe walkthrough with the, with the Ripley County Health Department as far as contact tracing, notifying parents, because it's, again, no surprises. There will be positive cases in our community, sure. in our schools. We're going to have to work through those cases. So, again, for us, it was a safe platform to kind of, kind of, for lack of a better term, test drive our processes. And I was happy with, with how we kind of went through that. And, and that was a good learning experience for us.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I guess it's good to test out all the avenues of, of things you'll have to go through for the next school year. If um, I, I hate that people got sick and that's how it had to happen, but um, I guess at least it's just one more thing to know. This is how this needs to operate for the next coming year. So is there anything left that you would like to cover for parents, teachers to know? Um, I know there's a school board meeting this evening.
1: There is a school board meeting every, every third Monday, and, and uh, we meet and we'll meet at the Batesville Auditorium this evening. Uh, if people would like to come out, we invite people. We want to provide them plenty of uh, opportunity to socially distance. You know, If they'd like to wear a mask, because you know, we, we, we'll all be wearing masks as Batesville employees. Uh, we'll remove our mask when we're socially distanced and, and able to speak during the meeting. But again, this, is, this, this mask represents so much for a lot of people. I just think it's important for our listeners to understand it represents another layer of safety and we'll work together to find kind of a common sense approach to what those masks actually look like in our school corporation.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think the most important thing is, again, we're getting the students back in the school so they can at least socialize and be back to learning with their teachers and and in-person instruction. And so the best way to deliver that is the safest way to deliver that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We want to, we want to, again, we don't want, we're able to go on e-learning online, but there's a lot of students who may have food insecurities or they may be in abusive homes or they just don't have the social emotional support that they need. And, and we need to get those students back in our schools. And, and, and unfortunately or fortunately, whatever your perspective, I think wearing masks just adds another layer of protection so that we can protect those 180 days of instruction, protect our 2,100 students, and protect our 300 staff members.
0: Absolutely. That is a great place to end it for us. Thank you so much for your updates today and uh, for this controversial topic, for just laying out how, you know, it's it's just for the safety of others, no matter your beliefs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And again, we're, we're all baseball bulldogs and, and we want to protect and support each other. And again, we'll get through this uh, together. Absolutely confident that no matter what challenges we face, we will overcome those challenges and do what we need to do as a school corporation.